But then we found out, I mean, five hours. Yes. Five hours doing it. Well, we had over 200 people attend our wedding. Yeah, listen. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I, let me That's just a say lot this. of damn writing. My hand is there still is. cramping, Carlin. It's still cramping. You know, theoretically, at least according to the the social grace rules, you have a year to do your thank you cards. You have a year to do that. So, I, let's just say I I I took every minute of that mm-hmm. to get ours there. So, well, let me say that, let me say it this way, Carlin. I could spend five hours writing out the cards, or I could spend five hours arguing about it yesterday and today. And then five more hours writing out the cards. Because we know at the end of the argument, she's still going to get what she wants, this right? This is fair. So why, why, why? I saved five hours when you really think about it by acquiescing to what she wanted me to do. Yeah, as I said earlier, I wish, part of me wishes we had talked beforehand. But then again, like, I can't throw you a life preserver in that situation. You're drowning. You're on your own. Good luck. It's just what it is. Now, listen, I thought it was smart by her to allow... The thank you cards to double as holiday cards? Yes, that's true. You know, so we saved some postage in that part of it. But, man, I tell you, coming up with personalized messages for each one of the guests, Carlin, I, I mean, that's that's a different level of commitment in this. Yeah. Let me tell you what we ain't going to be doing next holiday season. No, that's why that they part. have printers. That's why they you send it to one of those companies. You send a picture. You jot out, hey, season's greetings, love you, the canties, boom, you're done. Yeah, there's got to be a better way. If somebody's got a better way, hit me up on my social media or hit Carlin <laughs> up on social media. Call a show hotline. Uh, I mean, do something. Give me something if you got something better in terms of how to do this and get this done with so you don't have to spend five hours of your life Are handwriting you, holiday cards. Is there more to do? Are you done? I'm done. It's okay. done. It's over with. But I'm okay. just telling you how painful it was. Yes, no, I And it was painful that. for both of us because she took no pleasure in doing it either. It was painful for both of us, but it's just like, man, is it really necessary? Does it make that much of a difference to have a handwritten holiday card versus one with the printed generic message and us signing it? Yeah, but you can't. Here's the thing. Last thing on this. If you're sending a thank you card, you can't have it be something that's printed. You know what I mean? Nah. You do have to have it. Kind of specify exactly what they gave you and So you're with the wife. You're agreeing with Mel. You're agreeing with Mel. You just said that. (laughs) No, but you you said that you wrote like two paragraphs. No, I can say it in a lot less than that. Two sentences. Dear cousin Al, I love the gravy boat. Thank you so much. It will get plenty of use with all the gravy we eat. Happy holidays. Thank you for joining us on our special day. <laughs> maybe Done. I should maybe I should have farmed this out to you. I I would have got it done you. in a couple of hours. <laughs> maybe you could have getting it gotten it printed with "Thank you for the blank." <laughs> <laughs> Just fill in the blank right like there. Like a madlib. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We will get a lot of use out of the blank. Colin, <laughs> <laughs> well, I got That's a question great. for you. Do you do holiday cards? Uh, no, not really. Yeah, neither do, my wife and I don't do them ever. She's anti. We talk se- about doing them. <laughs> she is anti us sending holiday cards because we don't have children. So she thinks it's weird. And I, I'm in agreement with her that we just send it out 
just us. Like my sister, one of them, she doesn't have children. Her and her husband send out holiday cards. And I hope she's not listening because we think it's the weirdest thing ever that she sends out holiday cards when it's just her and her husband. Like nobody cares to see us enough to get a holiday card. If I had a cute kid or if I put my dog on it, maybe. But yeah. like, I, I think it's a little weird uh, to send holiday cards when there's no little cute kid to update on. Well, we did. Uh, we did. So you just called me and my wife weird is what you're saying. But you Evan. guys are doing it as, as thank yous. For, yeah, it's a little different because there's thank yous for Christmas as well or thank yous for your wedding as well. So it's, I'm saying for next year, I don't think you need to do them unless there's an addition to the family. We, we do them when it's like, you know, we do them every few years. Put it that way. When we come up with a good idea. Other than that, it's usually a picture of our dog. Or one year they had a picture of me with elf ears like I was working in the Santa shop. And that wasn't pretty. And I, I mean, but, but, but what is the general purpose of the holiday card, though? It's essentially like sending the text message to that friend that you ain't talked to in a long time. Yeah. Like, you good? Question mark? Like, that's what a holiday card is. No, the holiday card that's is. That's essentially what it is. Well, you know what it is? The holiday card is the original version of Instagram. Look how wonderful our life is. Yes. Wow. We spend, we sp- look at us. Nailed it. We're dressed in all white on the beach, you know? <laughs> that's what we, that's how we're living. What are you doing? Oh, you're on the couch in your t-shirt with pizza on your chest? Oh, okay. So you're saying My the life holiday is, card here's what it is. is not Truthfully, well-intentioned. The holiday card no. is a flex. Yeah, the, the, holiday card is absolutely, the holiday card is not just a flex. It is an insult to whoever you're sending it to. Wow. Because, because it is showing that, well, my life is better than yours. That's what it's showing. I, I don't understand how you get that from a holiday card. I get well, holiday listen, cards from you my people. Some and of the like, holiday, hey. Chris, you'll see. When you start getting some of these holiday cards that are just, you know, black and white, except for the, all the same jeans that the family's wearing, and white, you know, sh- uh, button-down shirts on the beach, you know, and and the two kids and the dog, and the dog's got a button-down shirt on. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's okay. We get it already. That's so all. you guys are anti-holiday cards. Okay. 100%. I mean, it's not that I'm anti-holiday cards. I, I try to do them if we're going to send them out, my wife and I. They will have some sort of comedic effect to them. Because okay. my goal is I want to make you chuckle a little bit. You know? But okay. I'm, I, I don't have to show you how I'm better than you. So you can do, you're willing to accept the holiday card, and you'll do the holiday card so long as it doesn't feel like an Instagram post. Right. If it doesn't it. feel like, look how awesome my life is, yours must really suck, comparatively speaking, then... Yeah, I'm pro-holiday cards. I, I don't think that's the intention of most people sending out holiday cards. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that. I don't know for sure, but, but I'm just going to say that. It's it's not the intention, but the message is still delivered. <laughs> it's it's subliminal. A little bit. Little you guys subliminal. are nuts. You guys are nuts. You're both crazy. I don't know what to say to you guys. I can't believe that you're anti-holiday card. I feel like it's a way on checking in on people that you don't actually really want to call. No, see, that's not right. Because to me, then just pick up the phone and call them. But I don't want to call them. I don't want to talk to them. All right, text them. 
Send him a text. That's a little more like the card is just. Yeah, but, you know, you send a text message, then they end up calling you because they feel like there's too much to text in order to catch up. See, the holiday card just knocks all of that out. Here's what I'm doing. This is the family. We're great. We hope you're good, too. You know, wishing you all the best in the new year. Boom, you, bam, uh, done. You know, before before we step aside on this one, the one thing that I don't understand, and this is an East Coast, West Coast thing, I think, or middle of the country thing. On the East Coast, we never had the holiday letter, which gave you the full rundown on the entire family. Yeah, we never and, had that either, no. Yeah. Uh, they have that out West, and, like, you, you are doing some serious reading, like, Three pages, front and back. No, I don't. I don't need yeah. a novel recapping the, the past year for you and your family. I, I don't need that. Yes, I don't need that. Yeah. yeah. Our darling twenty-four-year-old daughter is getting us some lovely antiques while she spends six months over in you know Turkey. Okay, Carla, Great. if you if you're doing all of that, you got too much damn time. More time than it took me to write out our <laughs> holiday slash. Thank you cards for our wedding. It's Captain Carlin. You know, I'd be curious. Mel's from Chicago. Ask if that was ever a thing. I don't know if it was. I know it is out west. I know it is out west. At least it used to be. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, we're presented by Progressive Insurance. You know who's not going to be getting a holiday card? Micah Parsons, at least not from Jalen Hurts. That's next, ESPN Radio. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. It's Get Up in the Morning. Good morning. It is time to get up. But in the afternoon, we get down. Get down on it. It's time for Get Up, Get Down. Get down on it. Well, this morning, our buddy Bart was on Get Up. And in relation to Micah Parsons' take on Jalen Hurts, the great Bart Scott, co-host of Bart and Han here on ESPN Radio, as you would expect, had a bit of a different take than most of us. Here's Bart earlier today on Get Up. Listen, Jalen Hurts to me is the most improved player, and that's not disrespectful to him. I put him in my top ten. What I'm saying is he's not the MVP. It's more about the pieces around him. He arguably has the best roster in football because he's on a rookie deal. He was a second-round draft pick, and now you can go out and get luxury pieces. We'll find out what kind of quarterback Hurts is when he starts to lose things, and that usually happens when you get paid and you lose pieces. We saw that happen to Patrick Mahomes. We're starting to see this happen to Dak Prescott. That's the true evaluation. See, here's the thing, and I get where he's coming from because 
you find out more about players when the situation is not perfect around him, and there's no debating that he has got a great offensive line and terrific weapons ever since they got A.J. Brown. My thing is that he has done such an amazing job, Jalen Hurts has, at delivering the football exactly where it needs to be. And to me, that doesn't matter quite as much as to who's catching it. He's putting it in the place where only his guy could go and get it. Yeah, there's no question about it, Carlin. And Jalen Hurts is third when it comes to off-target percentage, yet he's top 10 in intended air yards per attempt. So that tells me that this is a guy that's delivering the football down the field with accuracy. We already talked about how he's tops in the NFL in completion percentage from the pocket. He's tops in the NFL in passer rating from the pocket. And he's tops in the NFL in terms of touchdown to interception ratio from the pocket. Carlin, to take it a step further, the guy has accounted for 32 touchdowns to only five turnovers. There are only four quarterbacks in the NFL that have accounted for over 30 touchdowns for their teams. You know who they are? Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, and Jalen Hurts. Only one of those guys doesn't have double-digit turnovers this season. That will be Jalen Hurts. I I don't understand why Bart and others just can't give props where props is due. And the other thing about this conversation that seems absolutely ridiculous when we start talking about him having success because of the team around him, did anybody blame Pat Mahomes for having success when he had a good team around him the first couple of years he was a starter in Kansas City? No. He just threw for 50 touchdowns in his first year as a full starter, second year in the season, and got an MVP trophy. Third year, he ended up being a Super Bowl winner. Carlin, we didn't hold it against him because he had Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey and a really good offensive line and a really good play caller. We didn't hold those things against Pat Mahomes. Why are we holding those things against Jalen Hurts? I, I, I don't think that we should be. And I think the big question is, it, when Jalen Hurts loses some of those guys, is he going to look like Patrick Mahomes does now, still great? I think yes. I'm not going and saying that this is going to get away from him quickly and he's going to look like a different player. This, to me, there is a difference between somebody that has gotten to a, a certain level of success with great players around them and someone who has gotten there because they have been working as hard as they have to improve, and they just happen to have great players around them. And I think Jalen Hurts' improvement, I mean, outside of A.J. Brown, all of these guys were there last year, right? Miles Sanders was there last year. Devontae Smith was there last year. They were a playoff team. So we can we can knock them if we want, but I've seen a player that has just gotten markedly better through his own work this past year. Yeah, and that's the thing that's going to separate the Philadelphia Eagles from all of the other teams in the NFC field. Carlin, they have a quarterback that can operate an offense that can do a lot of different things. If it has to be run-centric for the game plan versus a given opponent, they've proven that they can do that. Three weeks ago, the guy rushed for 157 yards against the Green Bay Packers. If it has to be pass-centric, he's shown he can do that. He threw for 380 yards and three touchdowns against the Tennessee Titans. Jalen Hurts doesn't give you any good options if you're a defensive coordinator or a good defensive player because the guy is making great decisions with the football. 
So I, I don't understand why we can't give credit where credit is due because he's making great decisions with the football and he's operating the offense with a level of efficiency that we haven't seen for some time in the National Football League. Is there a scenario, it. is there a scenario, Chris, where you're looking at um, another quarterback? Like, how many quarterbacks, and I know you hate hypotheticals, that's why I'm hesitating to ask this question. How many quarterbacks would come in here to this situation and have the same level of success that Jalen Hurts has had this year? Ooh, that's a that's a tough question to answer. And Colin. again, it's a hypothetical, and I know why you hate them. No, I, I do hate hypotheticals. But I was actually talking to a buddy of mine last night, uh, and he's a huge Eagles fan, and he asked me where I had Jalen Hurts in in my top ten, and I said, well, it's hard to pinpoint where I would put Jalen Hurts in the top ten quarterbacks, but he certainly would be in that group. I, I told him the best thing I can tell you is that there are only three quarterbacks that I would definitively take in front of Jalen Hurts. Those three quarterbacks, Joe Burrow, Pat Mahomes, and Justin Herbert. That's the list. Those are the three quarterbacks that I would absolutely definitively take in front of Jalen Hurts to start my team. That's it. That's the list. And he was like, no, no Josh Allen? No. No. I'm a little surprised that you would take Herbert in there. Yeah, I would take Herbert. Yeah. I think he's that good. I'm a little surprised. But I think nonetheless, he's that good. He just hasn't had the benefit of good coaching. Yeah. Nonetheless, I mean, that says something to me. Yeah. And that does say an awful lot. And I, I don't expect that Jalen Hurts is going to fall off precipitously when he starts to lose guys who are going to go get paid, when Devontae Smith goes and gets paid and the Eagles can't afford to pay everybody. I think he's still going to be playing at a very high level for a long time. Yeah. Here, here's what I could. Here's what I am very confident of, Chris, that he has played well enough this year that when that does happen, he is going to be in a position to make other guys better to help make up for that. Whereas, are we seeing that with Dak? Does Dak make other guys better at his, when he's the guy that's getting paid? I don't know that. I don't know that yet. I think Dak needs those players there. Is we're, we're certainly seeing it with Aaron Rodgers this year. Yeah, yeah. So he's no longer that guy. But yeah, that's the thing, Carlin. Like, I mean, I know we're waiting to see well what happens when things are less than ideal for Jalen Hurts. But Carlin, he's taking full advantage of things being ideal. I mean, it's not every day you see a team get off to a twelve and one start through their first thirteen games. It's it's not. No. So you credit the guy for being able to take advantage of what the front office has put around him and being able to accentuate the strengths that he's bringing to the table. And the one weakness that we identified that he had last year, he's made it a strength this year, which speaks to his sports character. It's why everybody in that building respects Jalen Hurts as a leader. And Carlin, as much as we talk about production, the intangibles matter as well when we start talking about most valuable player. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive is proud to support veterans and small businesses with their annual Keys to Progress vehicle giveaway program, helping veterans move their lives forward since 2013. Learn more at keystoprogress.com. Up next, what happens next for the defending champions without their MVP? We'll get the answer 
in just moments. After this, from our friends at FanDuel. Now look, football season is heating up. It is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's free bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just sign up with promo code PLAY. The app is safe, secure, super easy to use. FanDuel has all your favorite bets, from the money line to point spreads to player props. So sign up today with promo code PLAY for your no-sweat first bet. Make every moment more this season with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. As you just heard, Woj reported earlier that Steph Curry is going to miss, quote, a few weeks with his shoulder injury. The team just put out this official uh, update on Steph Curry's situation. Uh, He suffered an injury with 204 remaining in the third quarter last night, and he underwent an MRI today in Philadelphia. The MRI confirmed that Curry experienced a left shoulder subluxation. Subluxation, yeah. Subluxation. A timeline for his return will be provided in the coming days. What does that mean? What is a subluxation? Do you know? Yeah, it's it's when the humerus slides out of the glenohumeral joint a little bit. Okay, that that means nothing to me. Okay, so where your arm arm comes out of the shoulder joint a little bit. I got you. I got you. Yeah. All right. So for more, it's not a show. It's not a separated shoulder. Right. The separated shoulder is something different. That's the AC joint. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's get a little bit more insight on the Warriors as a whole right now, given this situation. We welcome in Quentin Richardson, the former NBA player and host of the Knuckleheads podcast with Q and Darius Miles. Quentin, it's Chris Carlin, Chris Canty on ESPN Radio. We appreciate appreciate a few minutes. How you doing, man? Oh, man, I'm good, fellas. Thanks for having me. I mean, should I call, should we call him Dr. Chris Canty? No. Yeah, I don't know what he was talking about, man. Yeah, he wasn't was alone there. Like, what the hell was that? Hey, hey, Q, when you had over 20 surgeries, you, you you become a little bit of an orthopedic doctor. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, you definitely sounded like you know what's going on. I ain't know none of them words you just said. <laughs> hey, but what's up with the word on the street about what the Golden State Warriors are going to have to be without Steph Curry. like what, I mean, this team has already shown that they struggle, especially on the road. Now they're going to be without him. In the past, they've struggled when he hasn't been on the floor for them. So what are your expectations for the Golden State Warriors without Steph Curry in the lineup for a few weeks? 
Man, I mean, it, 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 it's, it's cliche, but it's, it, it's got to be next man up. I mean, the thing about, like, what you said about this situation is Steph has literally been carrying them this season, and so it's going to be interesting to see. But, I mean, this gives Jordan Poole a huge space and opportunity to step up and, 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 you know, feature himself like he did before, like he's done before. I mean, Clay gets to take a bigger role. I mean, everybody as a whole, Wiggins and all of the other guys, everybody gets to step up, and, and I mean, nobody's going to ever – you know, feel the void that Steph actually leaves, but they get a chance to step to the forefront in their own way and try and bring what they bring to the table. Quinn, what's been the issue that you've seen with them prior to this injury? Because it feels like during training camp when the whole situation went down with Draymond and Poole that things just haven't felt right across the board with Golden State. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if that was it because I wasn't, you know, in there to really know. But, I mean, that one could look at that and say that's part of the problem. But to me, it's just more the consistency, you know, the the, the way that they play. It, it seems to me it comes and goes. When they're, when, they, when they're playing Warriors basketball, they're really good. And when they're not, I don't know what they're doing at times. And it's kind of, you know, it's, that that's, that's kind of my, you know, synopsis of it. Q, can we trust what we're seeing from the New Orleans Pelicans right now? I believe so, man. I think, I mean, we witnessed them last year, you know, make a good playoff run and, well, get into the playoffs and, you know, do really well. And, I mean, they didn't have Zion at all. I mean, so, you know, obviously we see what he's brought to the table and how he's improved their team and how dominant he's been. And um, I think, you know, as long as they can, I don't know that they'll finish, you know, the, the one seed like that, but, but, you know, as long as they're in that top five, man, when you get to the playoffs, I mean, anything could happen. I think they're going to be a tough team, that, you know, to, to, to get out in the playoffs because of the way they play, the, the, the complement of players they got. C.J. McCollum coming over was a huge addition. And like I say, nothing was bigger than getting Zion back and him being as dominant as he has been in his first, first few games. Quentin Richardson with us, co-host of the Knuckleheads podcast with Darius Miles uh, on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Uh, Quentin... With the Lakers, if you're in the position of uh, trying to figure out what to do with them, what would you do? Would you go ahead and try to trade away those couple of picks that they have to trade away and get somebody now to try to help that team? Or are you looking more at maybe moving on from Anthony Davis and restock what you have? I mean, to me, if you if you about trying to win a championship, you, you try and do what you got to do with those picks. And, I mean, you know, to me, if that's what you're trying to do while LeBron is there, the, the, the maximum position you can put yourself in is trying to use those picks and some of, maybe some of the peripheral players and, and then and, and try and get something back better to go around LeBron and AD. Because, I mean, no matter what people think or feel about AD, when he's healthy, he's been dominant, you know, as far as the way he's played. But, I mean, we all know that he hasn't been – healthy as much as everybody might want him to. So, I mean, that's that's a different problem in itself. But, I mean, if you're trying to win a championship with LeBron James, I don't think you worry about, you know, picks and things like that. Q Rich, another team that has yet to realize the expectations when these guys got together is Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving with the Brooklyn Nets. The first three years have been nothing but an abject failure. But this season, it looks like they're trying to get things turned around They've currently won eight of their last nine ball games. Is this a team that you expect to be in the championship conversation once we get to the postseason? Uh, yeah, I think they absolutely are in, the, in that conversation, man. We we know how explosive KD and Kyrie are together, and as long as they're going to be healthy and available and on that court to play, 
I mean, hopefully they can have Ben Simmons as well. But, I mean, even without them, without Ben Simmons, I feel like those two together, if they healthy and they locked in, they're going to be a hard out in the playoffs, man. At any point to beat those seven games, they, I mean, at any point if they go off, it could become a long series. Quentin, last one for me real quick. Uh, about 20 seconds left. Who is the team that we're not paying enough attention to this year that's really doing something, uh, really has a chance to do something? Um, I don't know that they have a chance to do something, but I, I think that we're going to look back on this year and see that, uh, that I feel like the Sacramento Kings are turning the corner, man. I think Mike Brown has gotten there and done a tremendous job in a short time from what they had been looking like to what they're looking like now. They had their team I enjoy to watch. I feel like we, you know, everybody thought they were crazy for getting rid of Halle Burton, and I was one of those people. But, I mean, I feel like it worked out for him and it's working out for the Kings with, you know, De'Aaron Fox assuming the, the, the lead role over there. He's played really well this season. And I, I think they're looking up, man. Sabonis is an all-star. I like the young kid, Murray. And um, I think they got a chance to become a good team in the West, which they haven't had, you know, been able to say for a really long time. Quentin, we appreciate it, man. Thanks for a few minutes. No problem, no problem. Thanks for having me. All right, Dr. Canty. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> the doctor is in. <laughs> Quentin Richardson of the Knuckleheads podcast, former NBA player. He and Darius Miles. It's a tremendous podcast. Up next, I'm going to read a tease that I don't know what it means. The only chance for one NFL team to win this weekend is Valerian Steele. Did I say Valerian. that right? Valerian. Valerian? Mm-hmm. All right, hopefully somebody will explain this to me next on ESPN Radio. <laughs> Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. I really, truly have never looked forward to a game more in which one team, I believe, has absolutely no chance to win. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. Canty, it would be a hot ticket, wouldn't it, to go to Buffalo and check out the Bills and the Dolphins on Saturday night, hot ticket brought to you by Vivid Seats, where you earn rewards with every purchase. Vivid Seats Rewards is your ticket to more tickets. Vivid Seats, life happens live. Um, It'd be the perfect game for one of those heaters, the bench the, the bench heaters to go out for the visiting team. Wouldn't that be amazing? If you're the Buffalo Bills, this would be the perfect game for those bench sideline heaters to go out for the Miami Dolphins. It would be amazing. Yeah, just, you know, all of a sudden somebody underneath the stands is pulling a plug yeah. and nobody can figure out what's gone wrong. Yeah, I used to hate when that happened in old giant stadiums when I used to play for the Dallas Cowboys and we'd be visiting. It seemed like it always happened. Set your watch to it. Mysterious. Mysterious, Mysterious. how that Mysterious. goes down. Yeah, exactly. Kathy, I, I, the, the Dolphins are talking about it all week, and I know that they get asked about it, but they, the problem is that they are accepting the premise of the question when they talk about the cold and what it's going to be like to try to play in that weather. Here's Mike McDaniel, their head coach, on this very concept of playing in the bad weather in Buffalo. Philosophically, 
uh, I, I think it's important uh, to acknowledge before the day of the game what it is, but at the same time, um, it's a football game where the elements are the same for both people. So uh, that's, uh, I, I think, a way of emphasizing something but not obsessing about something. I don't see weather um, as something that uh, you can lean on for an X, Y, or Z when you're competing. If a team allows it to be a thing, then it's a thing. So um, we're, that's uh, our attempt for it for to acknowledge the obvious and move on as fast as possible. You can talk about it being the same for both teams. Um, it worked for the New England Patriots when they went up there last year and just ran the ball in all those yeah. wins, right? Yeah. It didn't work for a couple of other teams that went to Buffalo late in the year because Josh Allen thrives in that weather. The, he throws the ball hard enough where it's going to cut through that wind. And we, I did the game in Week 18 last year uh, up in Buffalo for the against the Jets for mm-hmm. ESPN Radio. Mm-hmm. It was cold, it was rainy, and it was icy, and it was nasty. The Jets wanted no part of that, and they're from New York, not even from Miami. They yeah. wanted no part of it. The Bills had absolutely no issue with it whatsoever, and the more the Dolphins talk about it, the worse it is for them. Yeah, but here's the thing with the head coach, Mike McDaniel, because I feel like there's a little bit of double talk in there, Carlin. He's talking about acknowledging it but not obsessing over it. If you're not obsessing over it, then why are you wearing a T-shirt at practice that says, I wish it were colder this week? Why are you turning down the thermostats in the indoor bubble to try to simulate the cold in western New York on Saturday night? Thermostat don't go down to 15. Nah, bro. And that's the part about it. Like, you can acknowledge it. You can have the conversation about it. But you also tell your team, we're not answering any damn questions about it because it doesn't help us get ready for the Buffalo Bills. And I feel like they're spending more time talking about the weather than they are talking about the opponent. You know, the team that's in the division lead, the team that they're two games behind. Why don't you spend time focusing on that with your questions? Both teams got to play in the same conditions. That's what you focus on. So, as far as I'm concerned with Mike McDaniel, he's the one that's given oxygen to all of these conversations about the weather and how it's going to impact the Miami Dolphins. It feels like it's already in their heads, Carlin, and that's the wrong mentality for a warm-weather team to have going into blizzard-like conditions. I guess the T-shirts were some sort of a play on the training camp T-shirt he had that said, I wish it were hotter. I don't care. It doesn't matter if it's a play on a training camp T-shirt. No. Everybody's talking about the weather. Why are you? Let everybody else talk about it. Let's just talk about the the circumstances that they are going into. They got no shot, Canty. Come on. They got no shot in this game. You're going to see Tua throwing the ball through that wind. I mean, it was bad enough the other day. They take away the middle of that field. Come on. You and I both know he's good for two picks easy. Well, that's the that's the strategy behind this, right? Because defenses the last couple of weeks have been playing a lot of zone coverage against the Dolphins as opposed to man. And we know the Buffalo Bills major in zone coverage. They play zone coverage 60% of the time. The last two games against zone coverage, Tua has an 8 QBR, Carlin. An 8 QBR. That's As not me misspeaking. It's a single-digit QBR, and he's yeah. thrown two interceptions. Okay? Versus man coverage, his QBR was 47. So you can see the contrast in how much better he is with man versus zone. It would make sense because you've got 
two of the fastest wide receivers in the NFL. Those guys can burn man coverage. But if you line up in zone, you pack the middle of the field, you're forced to throw the ball outside of the numbers downfield, that's going to be a struggle, but especially so when he's got to play in inclement weather. I am blown away by the fact that 68% of the money right now is on the Dolphins. Wow. I think you people are out of your minds. 